so much for listening to Guidance with Grace. My name is Grace, and this week's podcast topic is all about time management in relation to exercise. And I definitely want to start out by doing a little shout out to our uh, summer semester intern, Jen Whitaker. She actually recorded this with me and I had some technical difficulties. So a lot of this stuff is her, her ideas, and I definitely don't want to discredit that. Um, And so she was coming from the perspective of, you know, having kids and not really having a lot of time. And often she had to do workouts at home. So uh, if this is you, definitely listen in. But I'm actually sitting next to Dawn Hawkinsmith. Hello. And she's going to conversate with me about some of the things that you also do, too. Um, We're all limited in time. I definitely... Uh, struggle with that or if you know maybe motivation uh, maybe this could help with some motivation mm-hmm. if you know your workouts kind of quick and yeah. easy and kind of relating to what um, some of the things Jen touched on when she did the podcast with you um, you know kids and how things can change on a whim and stuff like that so kind of just relating to what she was kind of getting across um, in her notes so. yeah uh, so some of the things that she was talking about is things you can control versus things you can't control. Some things that are just out of your control. Uh, some of the things that you can't control, of course, you can get up earlier. You can pack your bags the night before. Um, uh, and she also actually mentioned if you're going to like a public gym, avoiding peak hours. Yeah. That is definitely in your control. If you're getting up earlier, going to the gym after like right after work versus yeah. going home first and then going when everybody else gets there, if you can get there a little earlier. Um, but I also kind I think, of real quick, I think that's a really good, like when you're choosing a gym, you really should look at their hours because oh, yeah. if it's not going to work into your schedule, you know, especially if uh, getting a, like a 24 hour gym that you can use like a key fob to swipe into. So then you can go at any time, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be like, Oh, the gym doesn't open until five. So I can't get there any clo- earlier. Yeah. But if you have time and you want to work out at four o'clock in the morning, if that's what your schedule is, then maybe think about something, something like that, you know, switching to a gym that has that 24 hour access. Mm-hmm. Well, and knowing that the busier hours might change during holidays. Yeah. Uh, holidays are definitely coming up. So uh, just being aware of when those influxes are, because when they're busier, you know, you have to share more stuff. Right. Um, you know, curls in the squat rack happen. <laughs> so if somebody's in the squat rack doing curls, it doesn't look like you're going to squat. Probably <laughs> Don Laventhal. Probably. Probably Don Laventhal. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, she also even mentioned exercising on your lunch break. A lot of our clients actually do that. People mm-hmm. who work here, they'll come yeah. during their lunch break. And that is so awesome. I admire that. I admire the ones that have, they literally have an hour, like one hour, like they leave their desk at noon and they have to be back to their desk at one and they have to get over here, change, do their workout. They're the ones that are working really hard and then get back to their desk and be back on, on the clock, you know, within one hour. So that's a lot to get done in an hour. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. It's a great use of their time. Yeah. Time management. (laughs) Time management. Um, Some of the other things that she was mentioning, and I just, I love this because there's so many things that happen that are outside of your control. Oh, yeah. Especially if you are um, short on time. Every minute counts. She was saying one time, uh, Jen was mentioning that she, I think, I'm pretty sure this was the example, and I'm sorry if I messed it up, Jen. Um, But 
getting like stuck in traffic and like being a really bad accident. And Mm -hmm. if you're doing your workouts earlier in the morning, you know, there's rush hour with it. Yeah. And so if that's your only time to work out at the gym, I think she later on did something at home. Right. uh, Because she just, she was running out of time uh, and couldn't make it to the gym. Like it basically cut into her workout time. When she wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you definitely can't control that. I mean, if you're traveling on the freeway and they shut it down for an accident, you're stuck there. Yeah. For who knows how long. So Oof. you just kind of have to. It's like claustrophobia at its worst for me. Really? Yeah. I get like really antsy. In traffic? If it's if it's like, like completely stopped. like stopped and shut down yeah. and I've been sitting there for a second. It's yeah. only happened to me once, but I usually get off the next exit because mm-hmm. I can't handle it. It was like that for me when I was pregnant. Ooh. But it's usually because I had to use the bathroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was the same thing where it was just like you just felt like you couldn't couldn't move didn't know how long it was going to take yeah so dawn as a new mom Mm -hmm. your little girl adelie she's got to be one Mm, a a month and a half yeah she's she's ten and a half months yeah so how has life changed for you with time (laughs) um i think i've mentioned this before i've had to at least to you or in conversation i've really kind of had to um you know, here at work, our days are by the hour, right? Every mm-hmm. top of the hour, something new is happening. And my home life wasn't really like that. I would just go home and we ate dinner at whatever time and you took naps. Yeah, I took na- I took lots of naps. <laughs> and so with having her and again, she's very, very young still, but things have to be so structured. She has to eat on a certain time schedule. She has to have dinner at a certain time, go to bed at a certain time. So it's very, very structured. And it almost to an extent, if I want to get, try to work out at home, it's tough to sneak those in. On Monday, I happened to um, pick her up a little bit early. And when I got home, I was like, you know what? I have a little bit of time before I need to start dinner. Let's go for a jog. So I put her in the jogging stroller and went, that was not planned. It was just kind of like I had you know, about 20, 25 minutes. And we went for just a two mile, Mm -hmm. two mile run real fast. That's awesome. Especially after the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you know, after working all day to be able to just go right into something. So, so sometimes it's just sporadic where you're like, all right, how do I want to use this little bit of of extra time that I have, Mm -hmm. you know, cause I could have just sat in the living room and we could have played and awfully tempting yeah (laughs) but it was nice weather and she was in a great mood and Mm -hmm. she loves riding in the stroller Mm -hmm. yes and we've actually been pretty lucky to have as mild of a day as we do Mm -hmm. uh this month it's been it's been actually kind of nice although it's getting a little chilly but still really nice for still doing things outside because once you start you know, exerting some energy, yeah. it doesn't feel as cold. That's going to be tough is when it's, I like running in the cold, but you can't really take a baby. Yeah. You know, I mean, can only bundle her up so much to where it's, you know, <laughs> still not really that safe for her to be out in those colder temperatures. Right. So, yeah. Some other things that you can't control also that uh, Jen mentioned were physical issues. If you're sick. If you have a lot of fatigue, you know, if you didn't sleep well the night before, if you Mm. haven't, if your nutrition wasn't really, or hydration wasn't really on point, um, that can kind of play into something that you can't control and kind of deter some people from working out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing is if you were at the gym and the machine that you wanted to use is broken. Which happens (laughs) pretty frequently. Yes. 
pretty f- pretty frustrating as well. Yeah, it is. As behind the scenes on the other side of the counter, yeah, it is frustrating when machines and equipment breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always seems to happen all at once. So, yeah. Which is, you know. It's like one machine goes down, then they just all, like, follow suit. <laughs> right. Um, I do want to have a, a slight little PSA, a, pr- a public service announcement. <laughs> if you are sick (laughs) the last thing that you should be doing is causing more stress on your body with exercise right there is that saying like oh you need to sweat it out that doesn't always apply and more so you can sweat it out by layering up Mm -hmm. or if you wanted to sit in a sauna or something if you have access to that but it doesn't always mean go work out and it's just, it's something to kind of key in, mm-hmm. you know, if you are feeling sick, often you actually need rest first yeah, and then you can maybe consider sweating it out, especially if it's kind of hanging on mm-hmm. a little too long. Plus nobody hit the gym wants your germs. Exactly. Especially those with little children at home. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want your germs. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you're sick, you're tr- you're right. I mean, working out is a stress on your body and when you are sick you're even more stressed and so recovery is going to take longer you're going to have that you're going to have more fatigue and so it's just something where it's like you know and if you've been sick for a while you know if you're getting over a sickness sometimes it just feels good to move if you've been laying in bed for two or three days sick um and I understand that but just kind of be conscious of where you go who you're around um, and, and really then, cleaning up after yourself. Yeah. Too. And, you know, knowing and understanding that your body is con- like in a compromised state, your intensity levels, your volume, you know, the the intensity of your workout should not be as high and you shouldn't expect it to be mm-hmm. because your body is fighting an illness. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very, very good point. I could do a whole podcast about why you should stay why you're sick, why you should stay <laughs> home if you're sick. Yeah. I know it's hey, hard, that's but that's a good idea. Put that in the idea jar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last little segment she had here were things that you can do at the gym with less time, or just in general for your workouts. Because she even even mentioned doing workouts at home. So way, 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 way back ago, we had a podcast. I believe it was the second one, uh, or the third about high intensity interval training for yeah. beginners. Yep. So go back, listen to that one. High intensity or hit workouts, they are often short in duration because of their intensity. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking about that as a consideration for uh, you know, something where you know you're not gonna have a lot of time, they're also very easy to do at home because they're high intensity, they're you know all out and you can do something which is body weight stuff. Um, any type of jumping, anything, um, if, again, if you're okay with it. But these are also a lot of options that you can do even if you are at the gym. Doing a HIT workout style would definitely help um, save some time. And you're doing technically a little bit more in the sense that you're doing more in, more intense right. exercises. Tabatas can be kind of in that as well. Yeah. To do that type of training. Yeah, you could. Quick do like multiple Tabatas in a way, which we for a while were doing <laughs> Tabata Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, and that was actually pretty fun because you don't have to really think of too many exercises and then just do a few Tabatas. Right. Um, and then you've got a 30-minute workout done yep. in the books. Uh, she also talked about supersets. Um, 
agonist versus antagonist muscles, but uh, more so, I like to look at this as kind of like what bodybuilders do sometimes, like the bi or mm. back and biceps, chest yep. and triceps. Those are very common ones, but you can definitely do supersets in the sense that they're not complementing each other. Because chest and tri, for example, anytime you're doing a chest press motion, you're going to use your tricep muscles. Right. Your so pushers. they're just hitting those triceps again. Yeah. So a lot of times you do pushers and pullers. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're supersetting, you can even think of. Um, in the terms of upper body, lower body as mm-hmm. well. So if you do squats, then your legs are getting a little bit of a rest while you do push-ups, mm-hmm. for example. And it's kind of going back and forth between those. Yeah. And that's then you don't really have as much downtime, mm-hmm. which for some that might seem a little bit more intense um, if you're not really getting rest. But technically you are. It's an active rest, yep. right? Yep. Um, circuits are also a really good one too. Yeah, timed circuits yeah timed where you pick up you know five or six exercises and just set a timer whether it's an app or on your watch you're just keeping an eye on the clock um going through and you can get a full body workout you know doing lower body exercises followed by upper body followed by ab exercises Mm -hmm. um yeah you can get a lot a lot done in a circuit so a timed circuit i should say there's another one on here, uh, as many reps as possible or as yeah. many rounds as possible. Yep. AMRAP, uh, or AM, AMRAP. Mm, AMRAP, yeah. AMRAP. I think pe- some people say it differently, but, um, it's an acronym and that's what it stands for as many rounds or reps as possible, depending on what it is and whether or not it's like, or there's kind of, there, there's like EMOM every, mm, every minute, minute on the minute. Yeah. So you're accomplishing a certain number of exercises within a minute um, I think for a beginner, an EMOM style workout is actually a little bit better because, you know, say that you're doing, you know, a 10 minute EMOM. Well, if you're one of your exercises is to do 10 push ups, well, it's not going to take you the whole minute. So you have a little bit mm-hmm. of rest. So that's yeah. good for like a beginner. And then AMRAP, yeah. you're just kind of going, 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 going. So that's right. definitely more intermediate to advanced style. And EMOM can be however many reps you pick. Yeah. It doesn't have to right. be a high rep. Right. So it's definitely doing that lower number if you are first first timer or starting mm-hmm. out, um, with a new plan. Um, I, I like EMOMs. I like MRAPs. Uh, I'm a big supersetter. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my workouts usually are that because mm-hmm. we only have an hour. Right. Um, and so making the most of it is definitely important. What do you think you do more out of all of those? I use circuits, circuits. a lot more. Oh yeah, true. I do. Sir. I feel yeah. like a lot of my workouts are actually circuits. Yeah. I do a lot more circuits just because again, you're kind of but I do it in a way where I'm giving certain muscle groups kind of a rest while I'm moving on to the next mm-hmm. one. And then just keeping that client, maybe giving like a 30 to 60 second rest at the end of the circuit, um, hitting a lot of body parts, depending on how many times they come in. Mm-hmm. If they're just coming in once a week. Oh, no, I was talking about you. Oh, me, myself? Yeah, what do you do? Oh, um, I probably do more circuits. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're... Back there a while ago, I was doing um, more supersets um, for quick workouts, but now I'd say it's more circuit style. Yeah. Recently, I've been doing more supersets, but that's just kind of the phase, the the ebb and flow of working out. I thought you meant like my training style, like how I train clients. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I think we all actually do a lot of circuits because that just makes the most sense. You know, we want to get the most... We want to give our clients the biggest bang for their buck. And again, they're here for an hour and they may only have an hour, including 
the walkover, changing their clothes, mm-hmm. all of that. So we kind of, if we, if we do a, a circuits and they're only coming once or twice a week, we can just get in a lot of exercises um, and hit a lot of different muscle groups um, pretty efficiently. Yeah. Yeah, those are all really great things. Uh, these are things to think of, guys, as you start to approach the busier holiday seasons. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, in-laws over and, you know, you don't want to leave in too much time. <laughs> you don't want to leave too much time o- away, but you kind of want to get away. Um, those are all things yeah. to definitely consider. Um, and especially as you start to... Um, eat more. (laughs) Some of these workouts, because of their intensity, uh, they might help you burn a a little bit more. Right. Instead of that Thanksgiving 5k, do a Thanksgiving hit workout. Yeah. Get that cardio burn going. (laughs) Turkey Tabatas. Every time you eat turkey, do a couple jumping jacks. I don't know. (laughs) Make yourself sick. (laughs) Do it before, Um, not like right after. Yeah. That'd be terrible. (laughs) All right. Well, if you have questions about time management for exercise or you are struggling to be creative with your own exercises, hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, Let us know what you want to know so that we can talk about something that interests you. Uh, That's all for today. I'm Grace. And I'm Dawn. And we'll see you all in a week.